It's happening. A Good Feeling Dog Training is launching online dog training courses. If you're too busy to attend a group class, if you live out of my service range, if you need a reminder of what you should be doing with your dogs, online dog training courses are the option for you. I am super excited that two online dog training courses will be dropping June of 2019. If you'd like to get on the wait list, head over to agfdogtraining.com for future updates. Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Welcome to Disorderly Dogs. If you have been listening, you've been along for the ride, thank you so much. If you are new to Disorderly Dogs, welcome. I am so happy to have you. I hope that this podcast could be helpful and help you uh, have a better relationship with your dog, right? And inspire you to maybe do some training that you hadn't thought about doing before. So I was really inspired today to do a special edition Tuesday episode. So I'm super excited to dive into today's episode. But before I do, just a quick note on last week's episode. Um, There is in fact a second profession that can call themselves a behaviorist, and that would be a certified applied animal behaviorist. I forgot to mention them and uh, Tess sent me a DM, DM on Instagram to remind me. So thank you, Tess. This is good information for the people to hear. I will include a link to the website that has questions where you can find a certified applied animal behaviorist. I'll include that link in the show notes. But I wanted to um, talk about the realities of dog training in today's episode. I normally just do episodes on Friday, but I felt super inspired and I had an afternoon, so I figured, heck, why not (laughs) do two episodes in one week? Um, I wanted to talk about the realities of dog training because I think it's really easy to see highlight reels on social media platforms. And while I love that, I want to celebrate in a team's victory, I also don't want to alienate alienate people and make them feel like they're not doing something right because their training sessions don't look like the sessions they see on social media. So I just want to be transparent and I want to kind of share my struggles and my experience. So hopefully if you've been going through those same things, this can give you some inspiration and let you know that you are not alone. Um, Frustration in training sessions is something that I think we are all familiar with. I don't think that any of us can escape the feeling of frustration when it comes to dog training. I am someone that can be too hard on myself and I have really high expectations of myself. And when training sessions don't go the way that I think they should, my ego really creeps in and kind of, you know, takes hold for a minute. And I just want you to know that it is okay to get frustrated in training sessions, but don't hang on to it. Don't let it stick with you for too long because it's not productive. Um, Yes, (laughs) I am guilty 
guilty of being frustrated with my dogs. Yes, I am guilty of doing things that were not very nice. Um, I get asked all the time, do you yell at your dogs? And while I try my best not to yell at my dogs, I'm also human, right? So yes, I have yelled at my dogs. I'm not proud of it. It happens. Um, yes, I am guilty of yanking on the leash. It sucks. I hate doing it. That's not who I want to be, but it happens sometimes because I get frustrated. So, you know, I, I just want to be honest with you guys so that hopefully you can find some solace in this and hopefully this can give you some inspiration to make some changes going forward. So while I am guilty of being frustrated and while I understand that a lot of dog owners get frustrated with their dogs and I think that that's a big reason that the aversive training techniques and methods exist is because people get frustrated they want quick behavior change um, you know if you have a dog who really pulls on leash I'm sure a pinch collar has been a thought for you um, but remember that using aversive techniques while they may change the behavior in that moment are not going to make meaningful behavior change the way that positive reinforcement can the least intrusive and the most minimally inversive techniques right minimally aversive that is hard to say <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make here is that yes Frustration happens, but don't let it lead you down the road of aversives. Instead, I want you to one, laugh. A sense of humor is key in dog training. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. There are awkward moments, there are ridiculous situations. Um, Waylon puts me in ridiculous scenarios all the time, people, where it is seriously sometimes embarrassing when I'm trying to get off the hiking trail and Waylon so desperately wants to greet the dog that he pulls me down. Yes, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, Waylon has pulled me to the ground on several occasions. Is it fun? No but I'm using it as information about how I can change scenarios and change my training technique to get a better result. Okay, so you have to have laughter and a sense of humor when it comes to dog training, because if you take yourself too seriously, you're gonna have a rough go at it, <laughs> okay? So remember that information that dogs are giving us is in the form of behavior. If you are seeing unwanted behavior, try to take the heavy-duty emotions out of it and try and look at it just for what it is, behavior. Behavior is information, and we can use that information to inform training sessions, to change what we're doing going forward, to make meaningful behavior change, okay? So use behavior as information. Just let it be that. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Okay, um, this is something that I'm seriously working on daily, not being too hard on myself. So I'm with you on that. It is not easy, but I'm working, I'm evolving because I want to be my best self so that I can be the best dog trainer and have a flourishing, fabulous relationship with my dogs and the dogs that I take care of. Okay, so I'm also using management, lots and lots of management to prevent frustration in myself and in dogs. And I'm also making sure that when I'm working on a behavior, I am breaking it down into small pieces so that my learner can be successful and so that I don't get frustrated. So managing environments is a lot for the dogs and a lot for the training, but it is also for you as the handler. So make sure that you're not putting yourself in a scenario with your dog that you're likely to get super frustrated okay Waylon and leash walks whew, that was a scenario that I used to get so pissed at him 
I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of being an asshole to him, right? And that is not cool. I don't want to be that person. So I took a step back. I made walks shorter so that he could be successful and then so I didn't get frustrated. And let's be honest, when I was getting frustrated, he was getting frustrated too, right? Like that tension goes to the end of the leash. And Waylon is very forgiving and I am lucky, right? That I have a forgiving dog. And I think that all of our dogs can be forgiving. But remember, if you are constantly putting yourself in a situation with your dog that the dog is getting frustrated and you're getting frustrated, whew, you need to take a couple of steps back and reframe the way that you're doing things with your dog. Okay, so I hope that this episode has been helpful. It's super short and sweet. I kind of just wanted to get this topic off of my chest and just be real and honest with you guys. Um, but remember that dog training should be about looking at behavior as information. That information should you know, form and shape your training plans. And you should always be putting yourself in scenarios that your dog and you have the best chance of success. If you get frustrated, you are not alone. We are all human. Take a break. Take a step away from the scenario. Try and remember that your dog's intentions are not to embarrass you, make you mad. Your dog's intentions are to seek some sort of reinforcement. Waylon's intentions are to sniff and explore everywhere, no matter where it is. And I have to remember that he is not trying to make me mad, right? He's just trying to access a resource. So I am looking at how I can set that up and convincing him that actually walking with me is the most reinforcing thing in the environment. Okay, so those are my realities of dog training. If you liked this episode, please screenshot it and share it in your Instagram story and tag me so that we can laugh together. Um, being a dog owner, whew, it's a community. And I think that if we can all laugh and share and support each other, it can be so much easier for all of us. Um, if you liked this episode and you haven't already subscribed to Disorderly Dogs, please feel free to do that right now. And if you feel inspired if you found this episode helpful please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify I think that the more reviews I get the bigger audience that I can reach and help so thank you so much for tuning in and I am already looking forward to the next episode thanks for tuning in I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com.